Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we come before your throne of grace this morning. Just hearts wide open, Lord God. Giving you thanks, Lord God, for you are God Almighty. You are the great I am, Lord God. And today, Lord God, the most important day of our life. We feel you in this place, Lord God. We know your presence, oh Lord. And for that, we are grateful and thankful, Lord. So as you speak to us by your word, Lord God, this morning, Lord God, I pray that it touch the depths of our hearts, Lord God. Yeah. Let it go past the surface, Lord God, that it may touch the depths, Lord God, that your word may make us over, that it may do just as the song that we sung, that it may change us, Lord God, that it may rearrange us, oh Lord, that we may never be the same, Lord God. Yeah, yeah. Father, we need you today, Lord. Give us understanding your understanding of what life is and what this is truly all about, Lord God, by your word, Lord God, that it may set us free, Lord God, free from the bondage of yeah. this life in this world, Lord God, that we may be able to live just as you said in your word on how we ought to, and that is to live for you, Lord God, and for none other. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Well, I just want to start out by giving you some words of encouragement, myself, my friends, because I've heard ever since yesterday the Spirit of God just so earnestly yeah. and so intensely in my heart saying that tell my people they need to understand that in the day that they live, that that is the most important day. Hallelujah. They, you know, in the natural, our birthdays, I said this earlier, our anniversaries or other days may seem to be relatively important or the most important, but God says today is the most important day. Thank you, because this is the day that you have, the only day that you have. The only day, and you've heard me say this earlier, you know, I don't even like to even say words that seem so familiar because they so cliche-ish in the sense that, you know, we're not promised till tomorrow. You know, we've heard that so much and, and for some of us when we just hear that, then we it takes us to this certain little place. You know, that, and that place is that, no, we ain't promised tomorrow, but, you know, we just take for granted that we're gonna be here. No, God is speaking something more than about to just not being promised tomorrow. He wants us to look at today and understand the importance of today, of today, not even looking backwards, but just realizing that today is important because this is the day that you, in the hour and the time that we have that God can speak to our hearts, that he can use us, that not only that, but that he can even free us from some things, glory be to God. And that is what I want to say ultimately because with that, God says if you understand the importance of today, then what's go, what that's going to do is it, it points you to me Hallelujah. and only me. When one understands the importance of today, then it only can glorify God in that moment. Right. And see, God says that if I be glorified today, then he says what he wants to do today is that his, as his spirit is, is with us in, in, a, in a supernatural uh, way that he wants to bring forth deliverance yeah. today. Today is a day of deliverance, my friend. Hallelujah. 
And no, I don't know all of what God is going to do, but all I hear him continuously saying that if my people want to be delivered, today is the day of deliverance. Glory be to God. He's talking about for, from frustrations and anger and, and, and stress and, and all kinds of, uh, from sin, yes. from strongholds. Yes, yes. I'm talking about stuff that, that may go back 30 years in your life. Stuff that may have been done to you as a child that you've never been able to get over. God says today is your day to recognize that you have been delivered. Hallelujah. Delivered. Delivered. This is about deliverance, my friend. And that's something that we can be excited about. Delivered. Don't sit there and, 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 uh, and, not, and let the devil steal your excitement because this may be your last time. Glory be to God. Or this, may, this opportunity for you to understand and to be set free you know, may not come to you for a while again. In there. Because see, where, where, where truth is, deliverance is available. And see, in this deliverance that God is talking about is not something that you just get today or he just brings forth today. Deliverance has already came, my friend. And deliverance was left here for us, my friend. And, and today what he wants to give is an understanding of, uh, for us to understand that deliverance is already ours. So he just needs to, he wants to teach you today on how to walk in deliverance that you already have. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. God wants to give us an understanding that deliverance, my friend, the one, the one that we've been crying to him, asking him about, the one that is heavy on our heart, that it's already here. It's already been left here. Jesus did it. And there's a song that said he did it just for me. Well, I beg to differ. If you say he did it just for you, I beg to differ because he did it just for me. So in all in all, he did it just for all of us. Glory be to God. Deliverance is here, my friend. So if you will, turn your Bibles with me to John chapter 3. We're going to talk about something that is so familiar to all of us. But God is here because he wants to set us free in some things. He wants to give us some understanding that goes beyond maybe that which we've had. John chapter 3, St. John chapter 3. This is a familiar passage of scripture. And we have been, uh, we, <coughs> excuse me, we <coughs> kind of touched bases on this on Thursday night in Bible study. John chapter 3 at the beginning of the chapter is a passage or a story that most of you are all so familiar with. It talks, it's the story of the young man or the old man that came to Jesus by night. The, the ruler or one of the ruler or one of the rulers of the Pharisees at that time by the name of Nicodemus. Come on somebody. Yes. Today if we have to title the message, the message title would be Born Again. Born Again. Hallelujah. The new birth. Born again. The new birth. Some of you may have heard before that as a believer that we must be born again. Matter of fact, mo uh, many of us, you know, proclaim to be born again. And if we as true believers of the Most High God, we are born again. But what God wants to speak to us today and give us understanding of is truly what is born, what is born again. And that's the question here. So as we look 
in John chapter 3 verse 1 it says there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus a ruler of the Jews this man came to Jesus by night and said to him Rabbi we know that you are a teacher come from God for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with them and Jesus in verse 3 answered and said to him most assuredly I say to you unless one is born again he cannot seek the kingdom of God and then verse 4 Nicodemus said to him how can a man being be born again when he is old can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born and Jesus answered and said to him most assuredly I say to you unless one is born of water and of the spirit he cannot see the kingdom of God and I'm just going to stop there for just a second because as believers we know and we've heard that we must be born again what God wants to enlighten us on and, and educate us on now is to understand truly what is born again and some of you may have even asked yourself that some of us may have had the same mindset you know uh, as Nicodemus I really don't understand this because uh, how as Nicodemus said how can a man be an old uh, be born again how does how can he go back into his mother's womb and be birth uh, born again and see the word the understanding has to start from is first and foremost understanding number one what born again starts with or what it is is a new birth somebody say new birth new birth born again number one is a new birth and this birth uh, this new birth is not like the old birth. It's not like a being born of the flesh. It's not like uh, it's being what the word of God says here Jesus said in verse 5 that he must be born of the water and of the spirit. And if you know it for the old, you Bible students you know that water in the Old Testament represented what? It represented the word of God. Hallelujah. The word. Somebody say the word. See God wants to just educate us a little bit today. He's just going to speak real plain and clear because he needs to get something into our heart uh, on today. Uh, understanding of what being born again because as a believer you understand what Jesus said that you should not enter or seek the kingdom of God unless one is born again. And see and born again first and foremost is an understanding of a new birth. And I say this because at that birth consists of not the physical birth but it consists of a birth of water and spirit and water is what water is the word of God so one must be born of the water of the word come on somebody say word and of the spirit yes see we're gonna get somewhere here yes, yes. on this morning because don't uh you know you don't have to be ashamed because just like Nicodemus, and Nicodemus was a, a big boy. He was a ruler of the Pharisees. And he, and he did not understand what Jesus was saying. So just for most of us, we may not have understood it, but God wants to bring clarity today that being born again starts with the new birth. And, and so a new birth. Look at it. Look, let's look at the original birth. 
See, when one is born again, we may think that it's something that we have to do. Wrong, my friends. And that has been the problem of one of the biggest problems in the church as it pertains to being born again because it's something that we think that we have to do. Well, let's take a look at even a natural birth. Did you do that? Or did it take a mother birthing a child? See, a new a birth is, is not what you've done as a little baby because the legend didn't birth himself. His mama did. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. A baby don't birth themselves. A mother does that. Yes. And see, here, even just like the natural, in being born again, it takes a mother to be to birth you again, my friend. And this mother is referred to as our is God the Father and our and our Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. It takes some uh, our, our new birth here. We have to begin to realize first and foremost, when to be born again, it ain't what you did. It's what God did. This new birth takes one to birth it. And this is what God did. If you flip your page back just one or two pages to John chapter 1. The only thing that you've done to be born again. Look at verse 10. It says he was in the world. It was referring to Jesus. And the world was made through him. And the world did not know him. He came into his own and his own did not receive him. And look at verse 12, it says, but as many as received him, he, to them he gave the right to become children of God. Yes. To many as received him, see, so for us to be born again, it only takes, the only thing that we have to do is what? Receive him. Yes, yes, yes. See, because when, then when we receive him, and what does receive him mean? Means that, that we believe when Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10 says that when the Bible says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, yes. that you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. See, that's receiving. Come on, somebody. You see, and to be born again, that's all it takes, Robert, is for us to receive him and to believe that Jesus is the one whom God has sent. Glory be to God. And then when we receive him, what does it say again? Then to them, he gave the right to become children of God. To them, he gave the right to be birthed as my child, God says. See, when you receive him, this is how you get born again. It ain't what you do, but it's what God did. God birthed you. When you received him, God birthed in you by his word and by the spirit. He gave you, he born, you were born again. Yes, yes, yes. A new birth. Why is this important? This is important because my friend is for, for too, far too long, the Christian church has thought of being born again as something if we put the onus on ourselves, it's something that we had to do. And I get it. See, because the evidence of that is, is just like what we talked about on Thursday night. Because the evidence of us being born again and, and, and feeling some onus to that is when we fall down or when certain things happen. So we ask the question, what does it mean to be born again? 
And then, and, and for, and I'll ask the same question to you today: What does it mean to, for you to be born again? And then, and, and most of us, what we begin to think about is what we do. You know, that that that, that uh, represents that which is born again. Yo, know, the fact that we come to church, the fact that we do this, the fact that we pay our tithes, the fact that we give our money or this, that, or whatever it is, we begin to think of things that we do and correlate that to being born again. See, because then now you can see where we're going and where the problem is, is God is saying that as long as you think that you birthed yourself again, then you can't be born again. Or you have the wrong understanding of what born again is. Born again, God says, is what I did. It's what I did in my son. And this is important because the whole thing about being born is for you. When one is born, then what happens after a person is born? Into, born, they, they live. They live. And see, this is what this is truly all about. God is wanting us to learn how to live. And in order to learn how to live, then you got to know how you was born, my friend. And ain't none of us born, was born into this world naturally by uh, ourselves. We didn't birth ourselves naturally. And ain't none of us birthed ourselves in, in the spirit. God did that. And he did it when we believe. I love it because the thing about this, this uh, new birth, that he's done, it, it, it's, it's not the same as one may think. It's not done, or it's not like how one was born naturally and physically. This new birth is, is totally different from that. This birth is, is a representation of what God did. So it has nothing to do with the physical descent. That's right. Yes. It has nothing to do with us physically being born again it has nothing to do with your the physical volition that one has done for himself you know what i mean right. it has nothing to do with you planning to have a child it does not have nothing to do with the seed that you made yeah it has nothing to do even with the nine months of labor that you may have went through or the nine months of carrying the baby in the time of labor that one has been through glory be to god yeah but this that process, that nine-month process that we relate in the, the natural is the process of Jesus hanging on the cross, my friend. It's the process of Jesus uh, as he's hung on the cross. He, and this is the reason why he said, I don't, they don't take my life, I give it. This is why he gave up the ghost. They didn't take the ghost from him. Glory be to God. Because he had an idea and he had a mission in mind that he was doing this for the Father. Glory be to God. In there. So that birth process is what was worked in Christ Jesus. Glory be to God. Yes. This is good news, my friends. This is to set us free. We know that Jesus died on the cross. That's not what I'm talking about. And we know that that's the good news. But the good news here is for us, how do we live now? And being, and, and being able to live as a born again believer. That Jesus said in order for you for one to see the kingdom that you must be born again that we the church have to recognize this ain't something that we do yeah. this is something that he's done yes. because it's then and only then can it take us to this place of us of life real life look further we're back in John chapter 3 now Thank you, Jesus. this is good news my friend 
In verse 6, Jesus continues as he told Nicodemus that you must be born of water and the spirit or you cannot enter the kingdom. He says, that which is born of flesh is flesh. And that which is born of spirit is spirit. He says, do not marvel that I say this, that you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you will hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes or for where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. And Nicodemus, he's still confused. He said, he answered and said to him, How can these things be? Thank you, Lord. And this is the same question that many of us uh, have in our own heart. Is how can this be? Because we, we, what we're doing is the same thing that what we have done is the same thing that Nicodemus was doing. Is we were trying to understand a spiritual thing in a natural way. And this is where God wants to set forth his, his understanding in our hearts right now, my friend. And Because what Nicodemus was trying to figure out is how can I go back? and birth myself again and it's the same thing that each and every one of us if we ain't careful we trying to do the same thing is how can we go back yeah. my friend you can't That's right. but what he was trying to get him to understand is that no you can't but I have Hallelujah. you can't but I can Hallelujah. see he was telling him you can't but I can but if he's telling us today you can't but I have because he's already done it my friend Hallelujah. in there and this is huge in for our understanding to be born again first and foremost is a new birth that Christ does that is done through the work of Jesus Christ yeah. come on somebody yeah. and number two in understanding what born again is then we have to it takes us to this place of understanding this of understanding that now that Jesus has done this that now it's my responsibility to receive what Jesus has done. And that's a problem for many. It's a problem for many because not the idea of receiving what Jesus has done, but the, the, the living out the idea of what Jesus has done. Because see, we were birthed into a world that taught us from, from way from the beginning. That no, you got to deserve something. You got to do something to deserve something, to get something. And see, in this idea of what Jesus done don't require you to do anything but to receive him and it gives you the right to become children of the Most High God. Thank you, Lord. See, and that's the problem for most of us. Even how we treat one another because the thing about it is is if you don't uh, do something, then I can't give you nothing. And what God has done in Christ Jesus it requires one thing and one thing only, and that's for us to receive that truth. And it's hard. Come on, let's just be real with ourselves today. Because we were bred like this. And now to come to this place of being born again and to know, that, to, to, to hear that he says that this is something that he's done. Yes. There's something that he's done. And then for me to receive the new birth, then all I have had to do was believe, and I believed from the beginning, but I thought I needed to do something after that. I need to walk 
something after that. Well, you write about walking something, but it ain't walking what you've done, it's walking in what he's done. Glory be to God. And see, and that's hard for, for many of us because we still are stuck at this place of having to prove ourselves to somebody. And, and because we, this is the relationship of man to man, then we have a hard time getting this, that God has released us and, and, and set us free, that you don't have to prove nothing to God. He's given you what you need. All you have to do is honor what God has done. We don't trust one another enough, you know, to, 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 to do one another like that. So it's hard for us to see. How could God do all of this for me? And I ain't did nothing. And he just, but he did it and he says, just, okay, now I just want you to honor what I've done. Like he trusts me enough that I'm going to do the right thing with what he's given. That's like, who, which one of us is going to give before the job is done? No, we need you to at least do some of the job. No, God has given it all. And you ain't did nothing on the job yet. See, which one of us can comprehend that when we start a job, the first day we start the job, and we start on Monday, and, uh, and they give us the paycheck before we work. And say, just come on to work the rest of the week. And then next week when you get there on Monday, they give you your check for the next week and say, just come on to work this week. See, it don't work like that with us. That would be foolishness to man. But glory be to God, we serve a God that is not flesh and blood. Hallelujah. We serve a God that is born from the, from the spirit of the living God. This is where we are, the new birth works at. Yes, yes. And see, God gave us our paycheck before we earned it because he knew that we wasn't going to be good enough. We weren't going to show up every single day. And even if we showed up, he knew that we weren't going to do the job right enough to earn the paycheck. God. So he said, son, he said, son, I just need you to handle all of this work first so I can pay them when they come in the door. This is what God has done for us. This is what it means to be born again, to force to realize that it ain't what God has done that it puts us in a place just to be able to honor what he's done. Glory be to God. This is good news, my friend. And because, see, in the why is losing in you. Why are you saying all of that? Because the, when, when God birthed you again, he made us into a new creation. Is what the Bible refers to it. He made us a new creation. And see, in this process of him making us new creation, it ain't the same as the natural. See, because when, you know, when he made you new, he made you were new right away. But we couldn't see that because of our flesh. So we, this is why he says that these things have to be understood and discerned in the spirit. Because see, what we want to do is take what he said and immediately try to understand it naturally. And see, and we know in the natural that when one is uh, born, that it, it's a process for them to grow up. Matter of fact, even before they're born, it's a nine-month process before they can even be birthed. See, and so when we when you say been born again, then we were immediately related to some process. But see, glory be to God that Jesus has handled the process. He's handled that nine months. And to be born now that one has been brought out the canal, glory be to God. It ain't the same as the natural. See, because from the natural, then you gotta cut the umbilical cord, then you gotta, you know, do all of this stuff for several months. 
one year before they almost before they even began to walk and then even after that you got to continue to feed them breastfeed them and all kinds of different things right see but in the spirit this process is when in the spirit it works differently see the process in the spirit when one is born again because of what Jesus has done then the process ain't the same see the process don't take you having to do some things to prove to God that you're worthy the process is for us to receive all that he's done that we may walk in a way that is worthy and honorable of what he's already called us to do my friend and this is a very hard thing because much of the church we still stuck in our minds that we got to earn God's favor and see God had his own intentions of being born again God has had his own intentions of us being renewed like this see his intentions is spelled out very plain and very clear in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 let's go there 2 Corinthians chapter 5 is where his, his intentions for this new birth and this new creation that he's made us spelled out in. But he didn't need us to be worried about the process of growing up. He just needed us to be worried or, or concerned or honored the process of walking it out. Hallelujah. And what is that walking out what? Walking out that he has already orchestrated that which he wants. Second Corinthians chapter 5. Thank you, Lord. Second Corinthians chapter 5. As we are getting there, remember what we're talking about. We're talking about God giving us an understanding, my friends, that I'm telling you, you see this today. That is life changing. Yes. To be born again is not what we thought. To be born again is him birthing us new yeah. into the vessel into the creation that he wanted us to be. For his reasons, not for you to prove it. So 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 15. And it says this, and he died, that's Jesus for all. That those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Therefore, now, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet we know him thus no longer. We only know him by the spirit and we should regard each and every one of us by the spiritual birth. Yes. Brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, you have to be born again. Now that you've been born again, then we don't need to be regarding one another according to the flesh. And that's the problem in the church. That's what we do. He's saying, I need you now to be able to regard one another in the spirit. Now you are a new creation. Look at what it says in verse 17. It says, therefore, see, when we can do this, when we understand that he died for all, and those who die, uh, who, who live, meaning they died with him, and, uh, should no longer live 
for themselves. Those of us that have been born again. Those of us that he has birthed again. Those of us that he has birthed again. Who is he that he's birthed again? Those that have received him. Because those that received him, he get, guess what? They, he gave the right to become what? Children of God. Yeah. And in that, it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ then, so if any one of us have received him, and therefore we are children of God, guess what? He says, now you are in Christ. So therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is what? A new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And ain't all things become new because all of a sudden you're a new person or a different person. No, it's because God, the way he sees you and what you are in Christ Jesus is all new. So this ain't no natural thing. So no, just like Nicodemus said, no, you can't go into the womb and come back out and be born all over again. But you are born of the word. It is changing. You have been endowed with the spirit of the living God, the one that Jesus said, I must go away, that the spirit may come, that he may uh, lead and guide you into all truth, that he may abide with you forever. Thank you, Lord. Forever. This is what born again means. This is what the new birth is all about. It ain't what you've done to, to birth yourself. It ain't what you've done to keep yourself born again. It's what God has done, and he's done it just like that, he says. The, the only process to it is for us to realize what God has done, that we may begin to walk in what God has done. That's where the problem is. Come on, give God some praise in this place. That he can give us a renewed mind, that we can realize what God really done when he, when, when he justified us. Come on, somebody. That glory be to God that I've been justified, meaning that all my transgressions are gone. Those from the, from I, that I did before, those that I will do even afterwards, that I've been truly justified. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. See, because if we understand these things, what God has done, that he did this. See, justification, we come to find out a couple weeks ago, that ain't what we did. We justified because of something that we did. We justified because of what he did. And therefore, being justified, this is what gives us the opportunity to walk in sanctification, my friend. And this is what he's saying with us. You are a new creation. You are sanctified. Hallelujah. And it ain't because you got everything right. But it's because Jesus paid it all. He paid it all. And this ain't nothing that we ain't heard before. But it's something about the way we heard it. Or what God is saying now. My friend, to be born again is for you to see yourself the way God sees you. And he sees you as white as snow today. Not because you're all good. Because we're not. But because he's accepted that was the work that Jesus finished. And this is crazy to us because, wait a minute. Because it goes back to us. We all make it about ourselves. Because I didn't, wait a minute, I, ain't, I didn't do it yet. We've been endowed and we've been contaminated. We've been injected from birth 
But this thing that, that, that uh, you, you only can relate it to, to one thing and one thing only above all things, and it boils down to pride. That's all it is. That we've been, it's just like a, a one that has been in, uh, shot up with heroin. That stuff is so addictive that even if you wasn't, if somebody just shot you up, if you wasn't even taking it yourself, that you're going to be hooked from right, from right there to right there, my friend. Nine times out of ten. And this is more addictive than that, my friend. This thing that we've been shot up with from birth, Doug, it's called pride. The pride of man, the pride of life that makes us feel that even when Jesus has done the work and finished the work and satisfied God, and then and we, and we believe it, that we can be born again or birthed anew, but because it wasn't something that I did, Thank you, Lord. then I have a hard time making that correlation that it's done. Come on. Come on, man. Yes. Or seeing that it's done because it wasn't something that I actually did, then I have a hard time seeing it finished. Yes. That's what the new birth is all about. Jesus. And it only takes one thing and one thing only. We read that, that you receive him. And as we receive him, then he gives us the right. And that right that he gives us is to walk in that new creation that he's made us. Look at verse 18. It says, therefore, verse if anyone is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. And guess what? That ain't something that you did. It's what God did. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And then it says in verse 18, now, somebody say now. Now all things are of God. So everything that you are, now that he's done this, see, it's of God. Not part of it. See, if you, you did it, then you could give part of it. But the fact that he did it, that's why he could say, now all things are me, God says. All of it is mine now. And, and see, he, God knows that, so the only thing he needs for us is for us to know it now. Yeah. That's what he wants to impart. It says, who has re reconciled us to himself? Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself. He, it didn't say, now all things are of God because we have went to God, because we have reconciled ourselves to God. No, because he has reconciled us to him. Come on, let's get it right now. Through Jesus Christ and have given us and have given us, and have given us, and have given us the min our purpose for being here, and have given us our purpose for being here, the ministry of reconciliation, my friend. Yes. That's for each and every one of us that are born again. It ain't just for the pastor to have a ministry of reconciliation. He gave this to each and every one that was what? Born again. Somebody say born again. Yes. Hallelujah. This is awesome. So we don't have to fight with, you know, proving our, uh, or, or trying to achieve justification. See, because if, if that was what our life was about, if God saves us, and then now we got to prove to him or fight every single day to, to show ourselves worthy, then you know what, that would be the only fight that you would fight for the rest of your days. You wouldn't even get to the ministry of reconciliation because we would spend the rest of our time trying to be justified. Come on, somebody. I don't know. Am I the only one? 
that falls down and have to get back up every day? I said every day. But see, the, th the thing that I understand and the thing that God is telling us that we got to understand is yes, you can get back up. Because you wasn't justified based on what you did right now. You were justified on the blood of the Lamb. So I need you to get back up because your real purpose for being here is the ministry of reconciliation. I need you to go I need to use you, my friend. I need you to use to use you that somebody else can be reconciled unto me, God said. And this is the reason why today is the most important day of your life, my friend. Because today is about one thing and one thing only. It's about us understanding first and foremost what life truly is. This is a, a, a born-again life. This is a new birth. See, you were born, new birth being that you got new life. Somebody say new life. See, today you got to understand that when you were born again, that you had new life. And I don't care if it's been 30 years ago that you was born again. And if, 30, if it took 30 years for me to realize that 30 years ago when I was born again that I had new life, then I'm going to walk in new life today. That's why today is the most important day. Because this is the only day. This is the only day that God can use you for the ministry of reconciliation. He can't use you to yesterday. No more than you allowed him yesterday, but that's gone. We can't, he can't use you tomorrow because that ain't got here yet. And ain't no guarantees that we, if any of us is going to make it to that tomorrow. And matter of fact, if we was, uh, if we was sure that we was going to make it to tomorrow, then guess what? We, 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 we would put off today for tomorrow. Come on, somebody. I'm, I'm, am I the only procrastinator in it, too? Okay, okay. We will put off today for tomorrow. Yes. But thank God, tomorrow is not promised yes. to none of us. Yes, yes. And it behooves us to not take it for granted that tomorrow will be. Here's the thing. This is where the rubber meets the road at, my friend. Go back to the book of John. again new birth of that is so important first John chapter 1 we read verse 12 but now read verse 12 and 13 together. St. John. 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 Because this is where the rubber really meets the road at. Verse 12 again says, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. To those who believe in his name. That's that new birth. In order to be a child, then you have to be born. How many of us have a child that ain't born? 
or had not been born. We wish for childs that ain't been born, but in order to be a child of the mother, you have to have been born. And here he says again, he gave them the right to become children of God to those who believe who were born. Who were born. Somebody say, who were born. And what it says then, it begins to tell the way they weren't born immediately. And it, it concludes with, with how they were born. So I'm going to skip right now just for a moment on how they weren't born. And I'm going to read it for how it was born. So it's the first three words of the verse that says, verse 13 says, who were born. And it's the last two words of the verse that says what? Of God. The new birth is when one is born of God. Yes, yes. So just like the baby that was born, it was born of what? Of its mother. Yes. This new being to be born again, one is in the new birth is one is born of God. Yes. To be a child of God, then is one is born of God. Hallelujah. Don't get it confused. And it makes it very plain and clear that this is, that's the only verse that this is talking about because it makes it specific. Now I'm going to read the whole verse and it says, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Of God. This new birth is being born of God. So this is not like being born of the flesh. So this new birth does not come by physical descent. Human effort. It doesn't come by human effort. Nor does it come by human felicity. But what? But by the power of God. See, this new birth comes by the power of God. So it ain't by your power. It ain't by your might. It ain't by your strength. Yeah. It's by the power of God that we've been born again. Yeah. Yeah. It's by the power of God that we are this new creation. That in old things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. You are a new creation of God. Thank you, Lord. See, and where we ain't got to confuse is that we know that we've been born again, but we think it's by our power and by our might. That's why we keep struggling or trying to prove to God the choice that you made that I'm mighty enough to, to fulfill. You're not. So we need to stop it. It's an abomination to God to go behind what he's made clean and, and try to prove or clean it up again. See, I know my wife does that when I clean up the, you know, the bathroom especially. So I just stopped. I learned to not do that. I can spend two hours in there. It ain't good enough. She'll come back and do it all over. True. And for us to go behind that which is perfect. Not, see, that's the flesh stuff. So I ain't saying I did it perfect, but I'm talking about what God did. Yes. For us to go behind what God has done and perfect it. It's an abomination to him, my friend. Yes. But what is a joy to him is to go and walk in that which he has done. 
not to go behind, but to go and walk through. Yes. That which God has done. Hallelujah. Yes. Saying, yes, Lord, I realize today that what you have done for me, I can now walk in not because I'm good enough, yes. but because of your power. Hallelujah. Yes. And when you said to me to, to, to not worry because when Jesus said that because he has overcome the world, this is what he's talking about. Yes. He has overcome the world, my friend. And see, this is the good news today. This is where the power of deliverance is going to be birthed from the foundation of it today. In the, the, the spirit of the living God, the rhema spirit of the living God that's in this place today. And that which is he, he is important. If you keep, hold on to some stronghold in your life, then that's you doing that. But God is saying today that you are, today is the day of your walking and understanding the deliverance that you already have. Not that he's got to give, but you already got this deliverance. You didn't had it for 30 years. But today is the day that you gain the understanding that you may walk in it. That's what you already have. That would be, I said this before, that would be like somebody being homeless on the street. And, and, and they're a millionaire because they, they just don't know that they got a million dollars in the bank. But they living on the street eating out of garbage cans every single day because they don't, they don't know that they have money to, to buy food. They was ignorant of the fact that they rich. So they roam the streets in the, in the snow, in the uh, rain, in the cold, in the scorching heat in the summertime of California on the land on the, the concrete. All because they were ignorant of the fact that they had it all. Today, God says your deliverance you need to understand. And your life to live, and it's not about you, and it's not about all of the things that happen. See, if you plug this in, you'll get the understanding that your, your purpose for being here in, in, your, in your life is life. Oh, my God. Because, see, if you back up in 1 John, then you will realize what he was talking about. Because what he was talking about is what? The light of the world that, that brought forth light. I mean, excuse me, that brought forth life. And that that life was in Christ Jesus. That when he came in the world, that he brought the light of God from heaven and that gave light unto man. That, and that light unto man is our life. It gave life unto man. We don't have a life outside of Christ Jesus. And now that we have been born again, you got to know that you are plugged into him. And your life is all about being him first and foremost. Everything about our life is about him first and foremost. But the problem is, is we live everything about our life and make everything else more important. We make everything else more important or and then we put add God as a tag. When the truth of the matter is, is that one that has been born again, that he's not the tag on, he's the first and foremost. And then what happens is, is if we recognize that and acknowledge that and live from that place, then everything about natural life becomes, it comes in order. Yes. All of the struggles, all the struggles, all of that, it begins to line up and we don't have no problems like that. Not, no, not even so much that the problems go away, but there ain't no problem. Yes. The problem ain't a problem. Yes. 
And it ain't a problem because we know what? God is in control. We know that the word of God is true. We don't believe half of the word, but we believe all of it. So when he says that all things are working to my good because I love him, then I know that all things is working to my good because I love the Lord. When it says that I'm, I won't put no more on you than you can bear, then this, that's the reason why the problem ain't the problem. Because he ain't put nothing more on me than I can bear. I believe it. Yes. To the point where I know it. Today is the day of deliverance. Don't, don't, don't waddle in a place that God has already delivered you from. Don't stay there. As he has imparted his truth that you have been born again. You are now a child of God. And know this. That you now old things have passed away. Behold all things are new. You are born of God. Not of the flesh and blood. Not of the will of man. But of the spirit of the living God. You have been born again. Don't continue to live on the street as a homeless person when you got a million dollars in the bank. Are you kidding me? Which one of us would do that? And God is saying in the spirit, why would you continue to live struggling with this natural stuff when everything that you want before your life, which life is, 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 is in me. This is why Jesus, when he prayed in the garden, uh, and, it, and it was praying so intensely there was this, uh, this, this drops of blood that he says that the one of the his biggest heart desire was that they may know you God that they may know the only true God and his son whom he has sent Jesus prayed intensely before he died on the cross that you may know him come on God and to know God is to know life. This is what this is all about. It's to know that you are plugged in like this. That you're not disconnected. That you've been born again. That you have a new birth. It's for us to know who we are. That we may stop living as though we are not. Today. Today. God knows all of the, he knows what you've been struggling with. He knows it better than you because he knows it because he, 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 he was the one that put it on his son over 2,000 years ago. Before you even did it, he put it on his son on that cross that hurt him to his heart, to his core. All of it. And for us to bring that back before his face, that which he's already buried with his son. Which one of us would want somebody to do that to us? It's an abomination for that which he's done. So God is saying, you free, my friend. There ain't no more struggling. Ain't no more toiling with all of this monkey business. Ain't no more room for, for bitterness, strife, hate, contention. Ain't no more room for strongholds. You loose right now, loose it right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, loose it right now in the name of Jesus right now, my God. In the name of Jesus right now. 
Come on, right now, if you need to be loose from anything, if you need deliverance, let's come to the front right now. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Loose it right now in the name of Jesus. You grab a hold of the anointing as it's flowing right now. God is saying that you are free in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Loose, loose it right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Loose it right now in the name of Jesus, oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, oh Lord. Loose it right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. In the name of Jesus, loose. Loose right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Loose, loose, loose. My God. In the name of Jesus. You are free. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You just gone. In the name of Jesus. Walk in newness. Hallelujah. Walk in newness. He knows what it is. He says, walk in the newness. I know that you had it, but he says you're losing. It's loose right now in the name of Jesus right now. Glory be to God that you are free because you have been born, birthed again, born again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, loose it right now in the name of Jesus, my friend. It's gone. All of it. In the name of Jesus, it's gone right now. In the name of Jesus, you are free. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, My God. Delivered. You promised it, Lord God, today. And I thank you for your rape of spirit that is moving in this place. That is moving on the hearts of your people right now. That's loosening them in the name of Jesus. You are free. Just as Jesus said, loose it, loose it, loose it, loose it. You are not bound. Right now, take it in. This is the spirit of the living God. Receive it in the name of Jesus today. Your freedom to walk as God has made you a new creation. And to bond yourself to him first and foremost and above all things. That we are connected to you first, Lord God. So no, our job is not going to be the most important thing in my life. No, my wife ain't going to be the most important thing in my life. My husband ain't going to be the most important thing in my life. I'm going to put you first, Lord God, and that sets all of these things in order. It puts my job in order. It puts my wife in right relationship. My husband in the right place in my life right now. So whether they are based or bound, Lord God, I'm content because you are Oh, Lord, thank you, God. Thank you, God. My God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Work your works, Lord God. Don't loose. Don't, 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 don't let it, don't let it go. Rest upon your people, Lord God, right now. Everyone, rest upon your people right now. Rest upon your people right now. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. There's things that I'm showing you right now that happened when you was five years old. So you've dealt with it all of these years. It's never been loosed. But God says it's loose today. You are free. The freedom only came by the power of God to birth you all over again, to birth you new, new birth, new birth. Somebody say new birth, new birth. I understand a new birth. Oh, sure. I tell you.